HMG Stones presents Home and More. It's a Friday once again and that means Home and More continues and uh, we've been talking to different architects in the city and today is no different and I have uh, a double whammy today, two of them. We've got uh, Mr. Naresh Narasimhan and Aparna Narasimhan in the studio with me. Thank you so much for joining us on Home and More. Hi. Thank, thank you. you too. All right. And um, tell me a little bit about Venkat Ramanan Associates. That is uh, something that you started and you said the company turns 50 years today. So that's been a long journey. Take me through from day one till today. My father, Mr. Venkat Ramanan, started the firm on November 1st, 1969. Originally started off uh, as a small office building uh, homes and uh, mm-hmm. some institutional buildings. Right. And over the years, we have evolved along with the growth of Bangalore. Mm-hmm. We've been a mirror of Bangalore in some sense. Okay. And today we are a large firm across India. We work in almost 26 locations across the country. Well, that's amazing. And uh, both of you have actually seen Bangalore change in terms of its urban uh, facade over the years. And what do you think about Bangalore City right now? I mean, coming from an architectural perspective. It's both a blessing and a curse. It, all the prosperity that we now enjoy has come at a very high cost. Yes. Loss of green cover is increasing temperatures. Yes, we used to be called the garden city, but not anymore. Well, I think garbage city is more like it now. <laughs> All right. But I, you but don't mince your words, do you? Okay. <laughs> but that way, if you look at it, it's probably the only city in India which is also recoverable. Somehow, can you elaborate on that? Recoverable, you're saying that Bangalore can recover. Can you tell us how and why? See, we are, we are blessed with uh, soil in which anything grows. Okay. We are blessed with a ton of water. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of doomsday predictions about how Bangalore has to be vacated. Right. Because we're running out of water. We're actually mm-hmm. not running out of water. Mm-hmm. It's mostly to do with bad management of water. People don't know that mm-hmm. close to 40-42% of the water pumped to Bangalore right. is actually getting wasted as leakage. Okay. okay. So there is, it's more a water management problem than a right. water availability problem that okay. can be fixed. Okay. But I think the city has now reached its sort of carrying capacity. I don't think it should expand much more. Bangalore is now about 65% migrant population. Yes. Who has come here in the last 15 years. Yes. What used to be a hill station mm-hmm. has now become a transit point for a lot right. of people. They, right. they don't own the city in any way. Mm-hmm. They just come here for opportunity. All right. Well, there's a lot there coming from a true blue Bangalorean. And uh, ma'am, I think you agree to everything that he's saying or do you have a different perspective? I'm not sure it's only the population. Uh, New York is also populated mm-hmm. and so is London and right. so are several cities in the Western world. Better managed, it's, yeah. It's just, just how you look at mobility. Right. And it's not just cars. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That yeah. should take you from one place to another. All right. Well, there's so much to talk about the Bangalore of today. And uh, well, it's great news that uh, city planners and architects think Bangalore can recover. That is definitely a positive that we can take. And um, well, you guys are partners at work and partners in life. Uh, do things work differently at home and at work? Well, uh we are partners at work, fortunately. So whatever battles we do not finish at home, we <laughs> carry it to work and right. sort try to sort it out there. Right, right. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. But okay. otherwise, and uh, you did mention how you've been part of this. Um, I mean, cities changing landscape, and even very recently, uh, you mentioned Church Street was put together by you. Tell us a bit about that project. I think that um, a lot of policy in Bangalore it goes towards. Uh, how to make cars move faster. Mm-hmm. 
almost no attempt attention is paid to pedestrians right and i have been sort of a huge advocate for walking uh, walking and I and bangalore is walking friendly yeah, as well it's, yeah it's the weather is great yeah the weather is great it's the only city you can actually walk for uh, yeah most of the year in most uh, developed cities of the world mm-hmm. uh, trips of more less than 2 kilometers mm mm-hmm. Two to one and a half kilometers, people walk. Walk, yeah. And trips of about five to six kilometers, people take public transport. Right. Church Street was an example of trying to give back to the city. Okay. Uh, give back to the pedestrian oriented yeah. environment. Right. Mm-hmm. See, most Indian uh, cities, and particularly Bangalore, mm-hmm. when you go for your walk, your eyes always looking down. Right. Because you don't want to fall into the next pothole or pit or mm-hmm. bang into something which is in the way. Right. Church Street is the only street in Bangalore where you can walk with your head looking up. All right, because the footpath is continuous. Okay, and there is no obstruction at all. You know, actually, all this right. is an important point because it's insidious. You don't realize it mm-hmm. that you're looking down every time. That yeah. that affects your experience of a space or yeah. a city because you're only looking at the next step. Yeah, because you, you don't know if there's you, a you pit. You don't observe yeah, things like, around you. You yeah. don't look up. You don't look at the signboard or the tree there or right. people. Or you're not making eye contact. Right. So it it it. it affects your quality of mm-hmm. experience. experience of walking yes. yeah yeah with yeah. right and it's also the only street in bangalore where it never has to be dug up for the next 40 years what you see on the street mm-hmm. is only 10% okay 80% to 90% is below the street where it'll never be it's all done in ducts and all right. very carefully done okay. even if you build a new building there you don't mm-hmm. need to dig it up to stick a cable wow so 40 and, uh, years of not digging up that's almost unheard of in bangalore never be dug <laughs> like, up properly all right so a lot more to talk about home and more and uh, we can call bangalore home and so you mentioned about how uh, you know water is not really a problem it's about management of water and there was this uh, recent not really a ruling yet but a thought that maybe for the next 5 years bangalore should stay away from construction altogether of houses this actually came up i think about 3 or 4 days ago what do you think about a ruling like that it's not yet passed it's a knee jerk reaction it's always yeah. easy to blame the public right when the government doesn't do its job mm-hmm. and really as i said bangalore's water <laughs> problem is not a yeah water problem is a water management problem it's, it's yeah. not an availability problem and it's like saying that there's too much traffic let's ban all vehicle sales from <laughs> right. tomorrow morning right right, right. I, exactly i don't know whether the vehicle lobby will keep quiet and uh, exactly. listen to it so yeah the real answer is provide public transport all right. options yeah. not say ban ban okay right? That's not the way. All right, uh, more, uh, ma'am. I, I hope he's a little nicer at home. <laughs> <laughs> I think here yeah, you have to call a spade a spade, and it's it's, it's like, important. All right. But what I I do feel that public transport seems to be what right. we finally end up with all the time. That's that's the solution. That's the solution. It's a panacea to everything. All right. Because that would mean that after you get off from your metro rail or your bus or whatever mm-hmm. mode of public transport, you'll have to walk back to your destination. Right. On foot, which mm-hmm. Which means the pavements and the footpaths are Absolutely. going to be sorted out. Which means encroaching. Which right. means um, uh, hawkers. Mm-hmm. Which means everything will will find solutions automatically. Automatically, yeah. So, well, uh, if only architects were actually in the uh, you know city planning commission or uh, were the authorities, I think things could have gotten better. And we've been talking about the city. Well, Bangalore is home, but let's go uh, down to homes in particular, like actual houses. Too many people, like we. just uh, found out or established homes are getting smaller but some people still want space so how do you think there's going to be a balance of both in the future years firstly yeah, this is where um, the role of an architect mm-hmm. um, would um, 
would really be required because uh, you'd have to be efficient. You have limited space, so right. you'll have to know how to use it efficiently, how people would move. You have to understand lifestyles. You have to understand movements. You have to understand routines right. and uh, patterns in people's lives. Mm-hmm. So um, I suppose that's where the All right. the function of an architect is. All right, but the days of having a backyard are over, in the city at least. Yeah, now it's your balcony. <laughs> now it's the balcony, yeah? yeah? Those good old days are gone. So I, this is my personal observation. I feel like apartments or homes these days are losing their charm and character. It, it feels like every house you go into looks like uh, another boutique hotel. Hmm. So is that charm missing in, in homes these days? Anyone? I would think so because people are... There are different ways of bringing back the they charm. They think about what is their sense of taste. Right. They tend to borrow from the, what they see in glossy magazines and they don't invest the time to develop a personal sense of style and taste. Right. So right. unless you do that, it will not look mm-hmm. original. Okay. If you're going to just do cut and paste from some magazine, right, it right. will look like a cut and paste. It's All right. a, it's a problem taste, of plenty, actually. You know, there are, right. If you go and say you want to put a floor on your house, there mm-hmm. are 75 tiles you can choose from. Right. Earlier, right. when there wasn't, the, 20 years back, there were two tiles you could choose from. Yeah. So you had to spend time right. to understand what is a good material and so on and so forth. So right. Really, today, I think there is a surfeit of choice. Okay. And that is starting to. Mm-hmm. Uh, dumb down decisions and dull the right. uh, dull your edge. Or right. probably just a knee jerk sort of. All right. And you just right. go with what is considered to be hep by other, by your peers and all that, and you don't develop your own sense of. All right. It's important to have your own sense sense of, of style and yeah. what you want in the yeah. house. Personalize it as and much you as you can. Educate yourself a little bit. All right. Fine. That. So okay. So so much to learn uh, from uh, Naresh Narasimhan and Aparna Narasimhan. Uh, before I let you go, a word of advice for the um, new home buyer or homemaker, and for the city dweller. Well. <laughs> to start with, lead a sustainable lifestyle mm-hmm. and uh, don't waste natural resources, don't waste water. Try to minimize uh, your carbon footprint, as right. they call it. And right. I think, uh, you know, try to use sustainable modes of transport wherever possible. Mm-hmm. And when you go to buy a new house, buy what you need. Mm-hmm. Not what you think others think you need. Need Exactly. That's the problem we definitely have in the country. Ma'am. Um, yeah, that's exactly, he stole my words there, the last <laughs> one. Uh, I mean, you have to understand yourself first. Right. So then, only then will you know um, All right. what it is that you need to buy. All right. So, um, and, and, and ensure that your builder or whoever you're buying from is mm. at least aligned with the way you think. All right. So that uh, then it would reflect in what he's building and the brief that he's given his designers to design. All right. So don't succumb to peer pressure. Instead, succumb to atmospheric pressure. I mean, <laughs> let's leave it at that. Thank you so much for joining us on Home and More. Thank, Thank you, Melvin. You.